0: A listener production Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director Kachavuktal and the host of this guide to Melbourne. We've got Broadsheet's national editor Michael Harry on the show today. Michael, I love this new series that you've just launched for Broadsheet, which is the best things I've eaten lately. Where you basically talk to a bunch of Broadsheeters about the best things they've eaten lately. It says it on the tin, but it's basically a hit list of dishes to Make sure you get to, in Melbourne and Sydney, we're going to talk about the Melbourne ones today. Tell us what what you've eaten lately. And look, they're
1: not necessarily brand new dishes, although they're mostly new dishes, but Mm. it's just the things that we've eaten lately that we love. And look, part of the job, part of the deal of working at Brodgett is we like to eat and we're out a lot. Um, So we're kind of on the pulse, eating a lot of snacks. And so this is a lovely little roundup of what's good. Start with something savoury. Look, the one that I contributed to the article, which is online, uh, was a surprise piece of nigiri that I had at the chef's table at Kasume, which has been around for a couple of years, but I've never been lucky enough to crack a seat at mm. the chef's table, which is the very tiny little uh, omakase bar for just 12 diners.
0: On the top level of on the So top Kasume's level. got three levels, and mm. that chef's table's on the top around this horseshoe bar. Very yeah. special.
1: But there was one. One piece, one morsel that really blew me away, and that was the toro, bluefin tuna nigiri. So basically a piece of just the dreamiest piece of sushi you can possibly imagine. And it's like this palming little press of beautiful uh, seasoned rice. And then they drape these pieces of like the best tuna you can possibly imagine. But it becomes this other thing. It's like it's not even tuna anymore. Like forget about your can of Serena or or (laughs) anything like that. It's, it's It's almost like butter or like beef or it's it's like marbled with these fats and yep. it just melts in your mouth. It does melt in your mouth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Was it good? It was good.
0: It was 10 out of 10.
1: <laughs> it was 10 out of 10. <laughs> it, like It brought a tear to my eye, to be honest. Did it really? Like I know that's a, a bit over the top, but but it's
0: true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How are we going to go from- Well, I've got lots. I'm not even sure <laughs> where we can go from there. I've okay. Got, i got a lot of other Let's ones. go- Yeah. So let's talk about also some of the dishes that um other editors and people at the team- Talked about in this story that you've also tried?
1: Yes. Uh, So Nick Connellan, our publications director, nominated the Birria Taco. Um, Birria Taco at CDMX, which has two locations, one in the city and one in East Brunswick. Mm. And it's a, a super kind of on-the-money Mexico City. CDMX is the code for Mexico City. Mm. Um, it's a Mexico City-style taco. Mm. Um, and it's this beautiful, crispy, crunchy, fried little tacos filled with um, flaky beef, lots of raw white onion, coriander. And the, the idea is you dunk this into a little pot of consume. Yeah. Like and, a soup, like and, a thick, thick soup.
0: And Nick really rates the consomme them they make. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think there's various like versions of this all over the world, but yeah. it can be hard to get a truly authentic or original version. Mm. And um, this is one of them. Yeah. And wow, it's good. It's it, there's cheese in there, it's melty cheese. Get some like super like hot sauce on there. I like a lot of hot sauce. It's just a delight. How good. Yeah. Um, so that was a good one. Um, also, Sasha Murray from our team nominated a ham sandwich from Spazio Paradiso. Sounds boring, is not. Spazio Paradiso is a cool new panini bar uh, on Nicholson Street in Carlton North. And the ham sandwiches, it's the best ham, like grandfather ham and it's fjorda latte cheese, it's marinated eggplant, red pesto and a little bit of spinach. Mm. But it's, it's a big, it's a mighty sandwich and it's in beautiful ciabatta roll so that's a that's a cracker i've had that that's close to my house and dangerous
0: so one of the things i was going to mention is part of the new menu at the recently refurbished voodemond and that is this little pot of caviar with macadamia what was it michael macadamia it was like a, cream it comes custard? out like an egg
1: yeah. in a dinosaur design's kind of contraption. Yeah. And then you open it up and it, it there's the caviar, like the yolk, yeah. which is glittering like this, the jewels of caviar. It
0: really does feel like an opening a little treasure box.
1: Yeah. And, and then there's the macadamia cream. Yeah. And then this kelp oil, it's like green kelp oil for and like salty. That cream. was
0: outstanding. Mm. That I mean, that is really something that I left thinking how am I going to get back there? Because How can we eat that again? That, I know, because it's part of a degustation and I'm not going <laughs> to do that. Like that That's a problem for me.
1: Maybe there could be a shop like just those. Nice.
0: Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Like a little to-go. <laughs>
1: yeah, to-go. Voo, voo to-go. Yeah.
0: Uh, and another thing that I love that was a little bit tricky, but I guess what I would say to people is maybe go out and buy the cookbook, is I was at an event recently at Beautiful Cumulus where Daniel Alvarez, um, former head chef of Fred's, was kind of talking about her new book, which is just out, and she has this trifle recipe and this little, and I'm not a trifle fan, but this little dessert trifle was just beautiful cream and kind of like gooey, like, I don't know. Was it cake fruity? Soaked in. It wasn't too fruity, and I think that's why I really loved it. So mm. I know that might annoy people, but I guess you can go get the cookbook or look at the cookbook and get Get this look th- It was, and again, I would never usually mention a dessert, a dessert dish as one of my favorites. I'm so savory focused. But this was a um mind-blowing trifle. A surprise hit. A surprise hit. And I yep. guess it
1: fits into that like retro vibe that we're seeing everywhere of these kind of old school nana dishes that yeah. actually like when done beautifully and properly are totally. Amazing. It made
0: me like if I ever decide to host a dinner party again, I thought this is going to be the dessert that yeah. I choose to make. What sure. else is on your list that maybe didn't make it into our story?
1: Look, there's there's a few. It was hard to pick that that one uh, dish. I've, I've had a few good things. One of them was the octopus ragu at Julie, this place in the Abbotsford Convent. Um, and it was just this most surprising little pasta dish. So an octopus bolognese, imagine that. So like a really like reduced, sticky, mm. delicious tomato kind of sauce with octopus at the heart, and fresh saffron. But then the pasta that they used were like SpaghettiOs. That's the only way I can describe them, these little hoops of pasta. And it was just like so surprising and maybe something that you wouldn't pick from the menu as being super delicious, Mm. octopus ragu, but was just a knockout.
0: And also love that, again, not a dish that you're going to see across Melbourne. You could probably only get that at Julie's.
1: Exactly. I love that. And then another old favourite of mine, or, or kind of, it's been around for a while, but Lagoon Dining on Lagoon Street, like one of the most underrated restaurants, I think, in the city.
0: That, a, ch- a beautiful modern Chinese restaurant. That restaurant mm. is, I agree, I think that's some of the best food in the city. Just every dish is a banger. And we were talking about this, actually, we were talking about Lagoon the other night at this at this dinner, which is that it opened and then kind of COVID swept through. So even though it got acclaim and people know it's a brilliant place to eat, It maybe didn't get the the acclaim or the noise that it should have. It is honestly it would I would say it's in the top five restaurants in the city. It's so good.
1: Love it. But yeah, they had a dish recently that I hadn't seen there before, which was it was almost like a little salad on the starter menu, um, and it was chrysanthemum greens, so like the flour, but the, the green part of the flour, mm. so kind of like a morning glory or something like that, and it was uh, stir-fried with little pieces of tofu, sesame oil, and pine nuts, and chi- uh, pine nuts are actually quite common in Chinese cooking, and mm. they all just came together in this just lovely little side dish that was just, I, I would eat it like right now. Oh, <laughs> If I could,
0: I know this is this is the problem with doing these episodes. is yeah. you can hear. I feel like sometimes it's your stomach rumbling. <laughs> Mine's definitely rumbled, actually physically throughout this conversation.
1: Yeah. So and there, was, there was one more that I I thought about while putting together this list, but I, I decided I couldn't include it because it was available s- for such a brief time, and that was Tom Serafian's Tawook um, that he did at the Pity Pipo pop up uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, that Tawook.
0: Well, goodness, but also Tom, I feel like he's around, so we can maybe hope that that will come back in some format at some, one of his pop-ups or something else yeah. down the track.
1: For those who don't know, a tuwuk is kind of like a kebab. So this was like a charcoal chicken marinated in like a Persian spice um, with tum, zatar, like seasoned chips, hot mm. chips, harissa mayo, pickled uh, Lebanese cucumbers, loads of fresh parsley, and then wrapped up in this flatbread and toasted. Like, just just uh, like a, a handheld treat and a half.
0: Now, maybe they can't get Toms, but Michael,
1: we know where they can get one.
0: You and I have a bit <laughs> of an obsession with the chicken tarook wrap at A One Bakery.
1: Yes, so, so A One does this, and it's on the regular. Yeah, so, so, so head there. For so it.
0: whether you're going to the Fitzroy location or to the one on Sydney Road, that is a damn good. Rap like that is a good time a good time and you and I are we're
1: gonna have to revisit that at a later date no
0: but we're going to I mean <laughs> yeah. for those who listen to the podcast or read the site regularly we have a series called I can't stop thinking about I'm pretty sure that that's going to be part of Michael's next installment <laughs>
1: watch this space.
0: exactly thanks Michael thanks Katja that's it for today if you're enjoying the podcast tell your friends and leave us a review and to make sure you don't miss any episodes subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening now you can find new episodes in your feed every Monday, Wednesday, or Friday morning. Listener.